0: unspoken <laughs> agreement that you would never say that explicitly. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I legitimately thought it kind of like a deal. Like You don't point that out
1: out loud. So with that said, it's our annual off-season pod. Woo, I'm Luke Neer, and you're listening to the ACC Basketball Degenerates. All in the house, we're not... Freezing our butts off for usual.
0: Was that the actual introduction? Did we actually
1: do
2: that?
3: <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about? This is the intro.
2: Yeah, this is the intro.
1: Welcome, up.
3: Welcome to the first episode <laughs> of the new season. Already ruining the episode. Taylor
2: already feels uncomfortable. I'm so confused right now. What's happening?
1: It's mid September. That's what's happening. Okay. It's yeah, not, you're not in we're rhythm. not cold. We're not in December, January, February. Okay. Uh, so the schedule's been released. We're going to break down along with other off season news. Which stretches all the way back to, you know, stuff that I've already forgotten about, like the Ohio State coaching change. Yeah, it, like, I, who's in Columbus right now? Can you remind me? The Butler guy, but what's his name? This is how bad we are in the off season.
2: Dude, so bad I can't even tell you who was in Chris the final Holtman. four last year. Chris Holtman, Chris Holtman. That's a new Ohio State coach. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. Also, Marvin Bagley became eligible Everybody. overnight. That's never saw that coming. Not for a minute. And then the Louisville limbo is something to talk about, but I don't want to get into that. The gang's Uh, back together.
2: Patino was so upset. He was so upset. He felt wronged. He he felt like he did nothing wrong. He's like LeVar Ball to me. Did LeVar Ball do anything wrong? I don't think so. Did Rick Patino do anything wrong? No, he didn't.
0: Just another example of our culture of victimhood. Um, (laughs) And I I don't like it. Okay, LeVar Ball, I respect him as a father (laughs) because he loves his kids so much and maybe himself and his brand marketing
1: anyways as a a father myself
0: i respect the level of care that he has for his children
1: if you haven't noticed folks the gang is back together i'd like to first welcome the man who just cannot stop talking taylor pilkington (laughs) he did have the best attendance record from last season besides from me of course because i have to be here for this thing to exist and so he gets the first introduction guthrie is in here as well Poor showing attendance wise in Mm -hmm. december january Mm -hmm. But he came on strong when it mattered in February, March last year. So that's why he gets the third introduction. And uh, we cannot say that about Vegas Mike. But he is back. He's like the prodigal son.
2: Yeah.
1: So I mean, who's keeping score, really? This is we shouldn't keep score on that. Well, Bob Cobb was pretty upset at you
2: <laughs> for, for for missing the, uh, yeah. the tournament preview. Look, yeah. that's understandable. Oh. I can understand why people would be upset. I should have been here. Uh, I wasn't. I apologize to all the listeners. I won't miss a pod this year. That's my claim to fame. Won't, you don't have to go that far. Don't,
1: don't make promises you what? can't I oh. Don't one make this year. promises <laughs> you can't miss keep.
2: one this year. We'll cancel them if my I'm goodness. not here. See, the funny thing about you guys is <laughs> like, the there claim. are these
1: things called phones, and you can call into the pod. that. A possibility for you. Yeah, you that's, do a, that, that. That, that's that the best is,
2: part is that I care about my recording quality <laughs> too much. I'm like, no, I'm not going to record on bad quality. Yeah,
1: ruined, so i'm just Not going to show up. I'm just
2: not be there. <laughs> Great <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, that's just so bad. Oh, fantastic. That's
1: so bad. <laughs> okay, orders of business. I want to talk about obviously off-season storylines. This week on Overrated in the summer, I'm really looking forward to that. That's a, oh. it's a staple segment of this program, This Week uh-huh. on Overrated. Oh, so I like that. So you guys are going to have to think on your feet. Oh. I've got a few things to, to talk okay. about, which I, I think we are overrated.
2: Bachelor in Paradise? Is that what we're... This Week on Overrated? Yeah, <laughs>
1: Bachelor in Paradise oh. is the new This Is Us. So. Yeah,
2: oh, <laughs> man, no kidding, dude. I think, you know, the worst part is I think Bachelor in Paradise is the number one Nielsen-rated show in America this summer. That's, That's right, baby. Isn't that not isn't that
0: This is sad? literally the first time I've Americans heard 200 million
2: Americans can't
0: show. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're and looking at the number one fan right here. Number two. <laughs> More maybe. orders
1: of business. Keeping talk my marriage th- together. God. We'll talk about the draft and the part of the ACC players.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: We'll the talk the about impact coach- in the NBA. Coaching changes in the ACC. There's a there's an edible one. Down in Raleigh. I don't know why I needed to say that. It's the one. <laughs> the Wolfpack. Uh, oh! And then um, the state of ACC recruiting. And congratulations, Duke, on another spectacular class. Hopefully you can get to the Sweet 16 this year. (laughs) And then finally, get your gambling fix. We lost our shirts and maybe more this past March. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I think it would be a travesty to say that we're quitters when it comes to gambling. Yeah, Can I, we all agree on that?
2: Look, I think it was and a no, really my, tough Well, man, if I would only really listen to those tournament.
1: billboards, I would be more of a quitter, but no.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, I thought we actually performed very well throughout the season, but the tournament was very tough. And I think it was a it,
1: bloodbath. And
2: it was, if you actually read some articles from the tournament last year, it was actually Vegas's largest take ever in the history of NCAA tournament those betting bastards. those last year wow. they did that well and i was a big part of that <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> i was a huge part of that and i'm not going to shy away from it but this year guys i think we're going to have to have a story this year guthrie is going to be free starting the first of 2018 correct so yeah, well, actually
3: like mid december i'm i'm going to be mailing it in he'll be mailing it in with his studies Oh, so well, he'll yeah. be, getting graduating. Your,
2: you'll be getting a master's degree. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, they'll
1: and then have nothing to do until perhaps the summer. So he is yeah. going to have to be Fingers our crossed. point man for this year's strategy. Okay. And we need to come back with a with a plan. We need a story. We mm-hmm. need. This man at a computer crunching numbers, well, yeah. algorithms, yeah. We need creating a formulas. Because you
2: know, you know what I am? I'm an idea man, okay? And I need, <laughs> I need a back-of-the-house numbers guy to justify <laughs> okay. all this re- re- weird out-of-the-out-there stuff I hey, say. Man. So when so
1: Mike, so Mike says, oh, Chat the turn of a team, so is Eastern Michigan. Yeah, right. There's a potential that that could be good insight, but we
3: need to test it against Guthrie's, whatever he creates. Right. Yeah, some sort of Excel spreadsheet. That'll spit out a number.
2: That that pivot tables hopefully
3: a little more you know sophisticated than right Excel yeah. I was I was say, <laughs> that
2: that all, pitch was incredibly. We were all really <laughs> let
0: down by this Excel
3: spreadsheet. I was trying, yeah. I was trying to undersell
2: it. I don't a even bit. know if it auto-populates itself. I think you just like, you're you like put the numbers on a calculator. Yeah. No formulas.
3: It has some some Mike. Mike's formulas. My system
0: is just a piece
1: of paper that says Valparaiso. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's all it says.
0: Crumpled up in his back pocket.
2: Uh,
1: Just a few more reflections from the tournament and moments that I was not there for but I heard about down the line from Guthrie. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a miserable time with my wagers and seeing them unfold in day one. I never recovered from day one. I got a little bit of of it back over the weekend and through the the rest of the tournament. But day one was just a catastrophe. It was a a, throw out any kind of adjective to describe it. A a cesspool...
2: Yeah, and I think what the ACC this year, I think, had the worst record against the spread. Yeah, dumpster fire. I was in a conference this year. I think it was 2-8 and or something like that. But my favorite story
1: story was you guys were taking a beating, not quite as bad as mine, in Vegas collectively. Mm -hmm. But when Michigan came up (gasps) against Louisville, Mike Jaffe, in all his wisdom, Wanted to take the entire kitty, yeah. the entire pool uh-huh. of all the three of y'all's collections and collections from donors who yes. donate to Mike and just say, donors. "Make me money." Yeah, <laughs> right, donors, right, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, wanted to take all that the
2: GoFundMe page and
1: put we're, everything we're a on Michigan. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I wanted every last dollar on Michigan. They were yeah.
1: He, did. At, at he the, did. at that
2: time, I think they were plus three and a half, maybe plus two and a half. Were you
1: gonna take a money line though?
2: Yeah, I was. I wanted, wanted money, money line, money. <laughs> which was gonna be plus one forty, and I wanted it all so bad. I yeah. I, I literally spent so like I'm on. I'm standing in this driveway. I stay at a private home when I go to Vegas. It's not a big deal. Um, but when I'm standing in the driveway waiting for the cab, Guthrie's standing next to me. I got Taylor in the sports book in line. And I'm yelling, you know, like I'm Ari from, you know, that show on HBO that people ended up hating. I'm like Bachelor yelling Paradise. on the phone. Yeah, Bachelor in Paradise, the man edition. Um, yeah, so I'm like yelling on the phone to Taylor. Taylor, I need Michigan, Moneyline, everything. And he's got the whole kitty in his pocket. everything in there. And, you know, he he just kind of plays me off at he. He just agrees to spread it over nine glorious picks, of which Virginia was one of them against Florida. You know, I think West Virginia was maybe one of them as well. It would be
0: irresponsible of me to put
1: all the money on one bet.
2: Right.
0: And I stand by that decision. <laughs> All of you are looking at me so upset, but that's what happened.
1: Well. The West Virginia-Notre Dame game is one that I'll never forget because I had Notre Dame action. And, of course, mm-hmm. WVU hits nine of nine threes, I think, in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like were, never saw that fire. coming unless mm-hmm. I was involved. <laughs> no more war stories, so let's get on to the present. Or, hey, I know what you did last summer. That's Taylor's theme for today's podcast. So should we go around the table? Oh, yeah.
2: What'd you do this summer, Taylor? Tell me.
1: I watched game film of the last
0: tournament. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, uh, you know, just took some time off to get my mind right, focus on the moment, and um, have a little peaceful
3: meditation time. That's good, man. That's healthy. Yeah. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> I, went to,
0: I, went to, I went to the beach, not at the ocean, but Ohio, you know? ah. Lake Erie, mm-hmm. which was fantastic.
2: A lake so wide, it seems like the
0: ocean. Yeah. The shallowest of the Great Lakes, claim to fame. Man. Beautiful. These are just exciting
1: events for dads in their 30s. So. <laughs> I know. This is what you have to look forward to. I can't wait too. for Jaffes Yeah, it's going to be like a mirror image.
2: I, I actually have one sports-related that I did this summer. I actually went to Wrigley Field for the first time. I tell you cool vibe out there you know i'm not really a huge baseball fan but really felt like old america out there they kind of play the old like accordion the whole time it's not like you're hearing like despacito playing like throughout throughout Wrigley field they like honor the tradition of kind of 1930s baseball out there it's kind of cool hmm. do you like going to the state fair oh uh, yeah i would i love funnel cakes okay
1: well all right that's what i compare it to michael funnel
2: cake jaffe that's what they call me
3: <laughs> guthrie what'd you do over the summer anything uh i yeah did the beach thing um sweated my ass off in new orleans that was weekend. there with you yeah we, we do not need to mention that trip <laughs> uh yeah i just kind of like putzed around all summer it was great all right that's great let's move on
1: <laughs> what Funny. a terrible segment <laughs> let's get on to the real talk acc basketball I say we go right into the schedule.
2: I love that it just proves how like uninteresting you guys are outside of this
1: podcast. Well, I have plenty of stuff to talk about, but I'm not I'm gonna spare the audience of okay, my interesting yeah. Bohemian uh, lifestyle. Okay?
2: Yeah, no, no, you do. You had a great summer. Good for you. All right, yeah, let's go let's go into the picks. Um, so I had heard, and I believe this is true, cause Taylor typed it in our Google shared doc before we got here, but this was the most first round picks ever that the ACC has had here in this past NBA draft, is that right? You're
1: correct, and North Carolina was very proud of it in their football game this past Saturday. They had mm-hmm. all the crew back in town replacing the number of players drafted in the first round from like 47 to 49, you know, that whole deal. They made a whole video of it. You can find oh. it on Twitter. It was, you know, congratulations. Oh,
2: nice. <laughs> didn't, they all, didn't they also do the ring ceremony?
1: In, yeah, uh, yeah the they North did. The North Carolina
2: game this, this, uh-huh. you know, this past week?
1: Picked a bad week to do it, you know, it was, a loss we knew it was gonna be lost right. but anyway
2: but you know what's interesting about these uh first jj round and
1: tony bradley snuck into the first round yeah. for unc duke obviously had tatum going as their first player selected mm-hmm. we can go on the line down the line but you can you know who got yeah. in
2: the first round and interestingly enough you know there was a there's a players poll taken of all the rookies and everybody that even participated in the combines they they're asked to vote on who they expect the rookie of the year to be
1: Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis
2: Smith Jr. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I think that just I we'll see We'll see what happens, but I think it just speaks to how badly they needed a coaching change in NC State. I can only imagine. Yeah,
1: I also think it's one of those scenarios where we know the state of the Dallas Mavericks, it's sort of T.J. Warren, ACC player of the year type of deal. Mm-hmm. He's going to have the ball a lot. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to score. He's going to be a high usage player. So he's going to shine more than Jason Tatum, who's in Boston, with uh, an all-star cast. Right, Correct? right. Yeah, yeah That's I could see I that. It.
2: I could see that. I could see that. And he's just a special player, I'm sure, when you're participating in combine workouts. I mean, I can imagine Dennis Smith is is super impressive. So, yeah, good for them. Good for the ACC. Just building up that league, man. I've heard it's pretty good. Pretty good in basketball, that ACC. Yeah, can we just forget about the last tournament? Let's just forget about it.
1: In Atlanta. It's going to be fantastic. John Collins. Coaching changes, boys. Mm, Kevin Keats is in at NC State, and the Raleigh faithful could not be more excited, but they get excited about everything. That's a great fan base (laughs) because they're sort of half in denial, but not an acceptance. I remember last State tournament I went to in Greensboro. They were playing Duke. That really good Duke team, which actually won the national championship that year. And for the NC State-Duke game, it was 75% Wolfpack fans. Mm. And this was... I'm talking Cat Barber years.
2: Right, right.
1: So I yeah, great they, is that a yeah. great fan base or just delusional fan base or can you have a the, great
2: the floor is high you know they're not aBA <laughs> compliant over there in NC State you know the floor is very raised yeah they, and Duke they went, they went out to about
1: count. a 20-point lead immediately and then I, I went back to get some food at, at, down in the catacombs of Greensboro Coliseum came back I hear this like roar from the crowd the fans are going nuts and they had like cut it to 15. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to the NC State fans. You guys you guys are special. You're a special I think bunch. this is a good – I mean, this is a great coaching change for them.
0: And everybody pretty much thinks that, right? I think I, everybody is high on Keats.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he's a very exciting coach. He's played very exciting yeah. basketball at UNCW. I mean, fast-paced, you know, uh, a defense that's physical without fouling. I mean, if they – I can only imagine if he coached Dennis Smith uh, what they would have been like. But,
0: yeah, it's exciting. Just, I think, I mean, to, like, recruit – in that area, especially against UNC and Duke and everything, you have to have a lot of connections there. And he grew up like right in that area. Mm -hmm. He coached at a Hargrave military Academy, which is like a prep school in Virginia. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. coached at UNC Wilmington, obviously. So I think he's going to be like pretty well connected in terms of recruiting. And of course he said in interviews, he's already like pitching his specific style as a, as a, uh, enticement for recruits to come play for him you know like come Mm -hmm. play our up-tempo style we get up and down I listened to an interview with him recently where he kept kind of he went back to that several times and it seemed clear to me that he was deliberately focusing on that as a way to get like high school players excited about Mm -hmm. playing in that program
2: and then we'll also by by proxy get transfers excited you know the transfer market's obviously huge in college basketball and I, I expect to see a lot of people transferring into state soon
0: Okay, <laughs> you really
1: think Cross so? Cross off, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Think I, don't know. I think you're I insane. Say. Top four finish guaranteed. You think a lot of players are going to transfer to NC? State? Yeah,
2: I believe that to be true. Yeah, we
1: have it on tape now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I don't know where you came up with that. I theory. think
2: I think they're an exciting what team a terrible to be a part of. I yeah. think it's going to be right I'm, now, and I think Syracuse probably dominates the transfer market in the ACC. I think that NC State will slowly take over. Mm. You now, Bayhimes. Bayheim's style, I think, is dated. I don't think he'll be there for that much longer. I see NC State capitalizing on that. Hey, come play fast pace. Come be in the ACC. Come be in North Carolina. I, I could see it.
0: How Maybe, Luke, you, you might know the most about this. How high are his expectations, like, for real? Because it kind of seems to me, on the one hand, the expectations are super low because they lost, you know, they lost some people. Well, I mean, but NC, then they also have like year
1: seven coming back. Are you talking about the the general public or the general sports media public or the NC State fan base? Because the NC State fan base thinks that Doran's going to lead their football team to the title game.
3: I mean, I, I really yeah. Think yeah. So. I know NC State. They ah. do tend to have extremely high expectations for basketball and football.
1: I mean, they threw Especially a parade that. after then the you also game. Hear, like, the NC State a parade at 1 a.m. on a Monday, <laughs> on a big Monday after the the Duke win. Do you remember this?
2: I I don't remember the parade, but I do Where's remember the, the win. Yeah,
1: so, they lined the streets, and I applaud them for that. I love that spirit, right? That energy. Let's say they go
0: let's say they go 500 in ACC play and win one of the games against like UNC or Duke or something. One of those success. Big games. Okay, yeah, success. So yeah, that says to me like not super high expectations.
1: Okay. Other coaching changes? Do we want to go out of conference for a little bit? Patrick Ewing, Georgetown. JT3, I called this like two years ago. I said, this man is on the way out. I talked to the D.C. people, your folks up there, Mm -hmm. Guthrie's folks up there, said, no way, he's got tenure. And then, boom, Patrick Ewing hits.
2: That'll be interesting. It was time. It was time.
1: All you need is some great assistant
2: coaches. But, I mean, Ewing's been an NBA assistant for, I don't know how long, 15 years now. So it'll be yeah, really interesting to Orlando
1: see. Stint, then yeah, Orlando stint. Best supporting on. actor in Space Jam? 1999 <laughs> or whatever, I believe. Other changes will wake us to LSU. Man. Uh, Archie Miller, Indiana. That is significant, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest I, one... The IU
1: job is still a, a job of great magnitude.
2: Yeah, I think it's the biggest, obviously, most high-profile move. I think
1: mm-hmm. it was
2: covered for quite a few days in the offseason, but I think the most significant move... We'll Actually, be in the same conference and the Big Ten will be Brad Underwood taking over there at Illinois.
1: That's his name. I, th- I think <laughs> <laughs> that dude, <laughs> Cut.
2: the Butler yeah,
0: guy,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. You may remember him from such hits as uh SF Austin, you know, dominating VCU two years ago and then having a nice run uh this past year as well.
3: Um, as the head coach at Oklahoma State,
2: yeah, right, mm-hmm, as the mm-hmm. head coach at Oklahoma State, Jawan Evans. Uh, we'll, we'll always be have, that shot, we'll always have that shot to cover They
3: cross. lost the game but
0: they covered the spread Good job
2: um, Anyways yeah I, I just I really think he's going to do great things with Illinois I think Illinois as a program is in a position to do well So that's the one I'm most excited about Can
0: they recruit Chicago? That's what everyone always <laughs> says right? Can they recruit Chicago?
3: Yeah I mean they've really been struggling recruiting Chicago In the last yeah, like terrible. what seven years? Right. Eight years? John Gross just I don't know Alright so I keep breaking. He's not pulling it in
1: I was gonna disagree with you and say that I think the Holtman hire is probably the most significant in the Big Ten.
2: Okay. I could I can get that.
1: I, mean, I don't know about Underwood. Why? I'm not quite there yet with you.
2: Oh no, I think he's
3: I like Underwood he's
1: a lot. How far is that team an how animal. far has that team marched in the tournament? Like Illinois? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh, you okay. mean not okay State. State.
2: Yeah. I mean I I don't think they had a lot last year and I think that he brought out a lot in them. I thought I thought they actually peaked mid season. I thought there was a point mid season when mm. they were like a a top 10 team.
0: Illinois is like the NC State of their conference in the way that the fan base expects so much and then they're just terrible. Right, from like the, mean, the Deron years, Williams like terrible, years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Deron, Deron Williams graduated
1: yeah. however long ago. You guys ago. are still calling him Deron? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Darren. Darren. <laughs> He's, is been in your life. He's been in your life for D-row. 15 years at least and you're still calling him Deron. He's been in my life, yes. <laughs> well, you know, this it is a great there. segue. Oh, well, he is... lives in <laughs> Brooklyn now. I thought that's how he said it. <laughs> this is a great segue and this is why I do this as a profession that is one notch above prostitution, according to Bob <laughs> Knight. That's Bob Knight quote, not my quote. But um, Malcolm Brogdon also calls him Deron Williams. And he was the Rookie of the Year, and that's on our list. Oh, ACC, oh, ACC yeah. Player Rookie of the Year. Congratulations.
2: Congratulations. Yeah. Malcolm doing it. How many ACC players have been Rookie of the Year in the past five years? I believe the answer is four. I, was I was gonna gonna say, past like five. one of
0: us
1: should have looked that up, but well, I don't, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't
0: me.
2: I made up that number, but
1: it <laughs> feels <laughs> like it's a lot. <laughs> I was <gonna> say, you <laughs> right. you <laughs> I was looking at you, and I was thinking, there's no way that's true, and it's not. A, okay, enough about that. <laughs> it's
2: not true, but whatever. They Congratulations to the ACC. Coach, yeah. can we Jonathan
0: talk? Isaac, this year. No.
1: Mm. I thought, you, Absolutely I thought you were on the John Collins rookie of the I year campaign. I just was waiting
0: for you to talk to me about, uh, what's his face? Can we get Dude, back to Harry Coach? Giles.
1: Can we get back to You've never been more wrong in your life.
0: Twentieth <laughs> overall pick. Who's he play for now? It's who does he play for?
1: The Jazz. Hold on, I have it. I can So I actually was high on Harry Giles. Portland. If you remember my first team preseason oh, first T V ACC team, which it featured Harry Giles and Austin Nichols. Mm. Turned out really well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so um I, I can't really throw shade. Funny that and Portland. then I saw him play for the first time, and I said, Oh my gosh, what have I done? Yeah, I saw great I, quality of life in Portland.
2: You would think of all teams that wouldn't draft Harry Giles, would be Portland. I mean, if he he just screams Greg Oden to me. I mean, he's got, got the injury history, big man, shot, defensive specialist. Staff,
1: right? Yeah. number one player coming out of high school yeah the whole thing Mm -hmm. I don't know look at the value they got right there there's
2: one team that should stay away I would think it would be Portland one pick
1: ahead of him John Collins I want to stay on coaches because I want to talk about coaches on the hot seat Guthrie in our league who do you think gets fired after this year because I think at least one does
3: you have to think Brownell is has been I mean he's so used to the hot seat (laughs) at this point he's
1: going to get fired like every year
3: it's yeah it's kind of unreal like, at what point is uh, enough? enough? I think the Clemson
1: enough. national title in football helped him. Mm. I really do think <laughs> yeah. it helped him. because he's in a t- great, t- great mood. Like, the athletics uh, director's in a great yeah. mood. Oh, this is fantastic. And Brad's, like, leading the parade.
2: Yeah, took the know. focus of Sauron with the Lord of the Rings. Like, <laughs> the
1: eye shifted,
2: like, away from Brownell. He's now just burning a hole in someone else. <laughs>
3: That's pretty good. I uh, like that. I like that image.
1: Is it too early to talk about our favorite coach here, Kevin Stallings? Is it too early? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah,
0: My favorite coach in the ACC might be
3: Josh Pastner.
2: Uh, I actually had high hopes for Stallings. <laughs> as embarrassing <laughs> as it is to say,
3: <laughs> what a what a dumpster I mean, it, fire! In, it is in right 2017,
1: now in if you're thinking about you know best case scenario, hire somebody who's super personable young upcoming coach like kevin keats tony bennett maybe if you're tracking back and then you get kevin stallings yeah not to be Who's confused seeing, with kevin from the office seems, <laughs> to to see he looks like. <laughs> seems to stand for everything against what everyone is looking for in uh you know a, a new revitalizing coach especially if you saw the the footage was it the acct game where he <laughs> went off on what's his name oh uh, he was on um, the ground
2: uh michael young what is he i don't
1: and michael remember. young was injured but there was another player he went off
2: uh, oh, i don't know uh, so. i i mean obviously cameron johnson uh yeah, their he, best player who was going to return transferred in in conference yeah. to unc i mean you know well, that, he
0: didn't come off looking great in that he was like tried to block it for so long yeah right
2: right right i mean it's just you're right when you say it's a dumpster fire i mean the pit is also a very f- proud fan base they were kind Of spoiled with two great players here with Jamel Artis and Michael Young for several years. Uh, I, I don't know where they I go know. now. They're probably
1: going to name those as your first two pit. The pit I, fan base was spoiled, but you guys didn't know I thought I you I were going to track back to my Who, boy Pitsnoddle? Fields. <laughs> <laughs> What's his first name? This is so bad. I'm getting so old. Andrew Fields, spoiled, but... Fields. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that they were two great players that you could depend on. They were kind of fun to watch. Uh, they could beat anyone on any given night. Now, I think they're the worst team in the ACC. I was going to say, I Boston College? I think yeah, they're I mean, worse than Boston who's College. Who's
3: returning for Pitt? Like, are, do they have anyone? Right. Ryan Luther?
2: Yeah. The,
0: yeah. Is that the guy he averaged like...
3: Summon some, some. I
0: don't know, something. Single digits? <laughs> single, yeah. But it's it, supposed to be pretty good, right? I, yeah. I, Whatever.
2: It's a mess out
0: there. Yeah, yeah I think it's a total mess. a good sign when you have to dig down. It. Yeah.
1: I don't have a read. I just want to transition Sweet into transition. the next topic, which is a nice segue. Again, power rankings, boys. Let's do it. All right. Ooh, what a- start from Ooh. the bottom and we make our way to the top. We've already named our consensus
3: bottom team. In yeah, I think Boston College has been supplanted. Okay, by, it's no by longer, the Pitt Panthers. Yeah, we, we lost door.
2: that bet, by the way, from last year. If you guys remember, we. We, we, I don't think Luke and I ever paid up and ever took you guys to dinner.
1: Oh, that's well, right. Because you banquet. went AWOL after losing your shirt in Vegas. Yeah, The banquet yeah. is still yeah. on. I, I forgot. completely
0: forgot. You could have just coasted on. Yeah. Didn't I, we host I, like, tonight? <laughs>
1: so This is like a half banquet tonight, right? Yeah, okay. yeah I, I, brought, I brought
2: the Modelo Especial. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: they brought the pizza. Yeah.
0: You guys are right. paying for a Pizza Hut buffet for me. Okay, so okay. Get ready.
1: it's time for a minority opinion from Luke. The pizza first of the 2017-18 year. I think Florida State's going to be bad this year. Mm. Mm. I think they drop off to like double-digit range in the ACC standings. Isn't that the consensus, though?
0: <laughs> I, I've like heard people say no. they're going to be bad, right? No,
1: I've heard people they say They lost that, all their good players. Yeah, well, But they have a good recruiting class. Yeah. I think they projected ninth, right? Eighth, ninth? I think they're going to be like 12th. I, don't
0: know. I feel like uh, Leonard Hamilton always does the thing where he gets really talented guys and then is like, Two or three spots lower in the rankings than you feel like you should be with those guys.
1: Okay, you know who hmm. else is going to be down there? I mean, I'm sorry, Brad, but I think you're going to be down there too. Clemson, especially without Jaren. Jaron, Jaron, Jaron. <laughs> yeah, Jaron. Uh, yeah. This is a quiz for you. I know what it is.
2: I think. T- oh no, I'm sorry. Daron?
1: It's Jaron. <laughs> hey! But Total it's guess. not Jaron. It's Jaron. Yeah, okay. No, it's There's Jaron so and Darren. Okay.
2: Your game has blossomed. Good for
1: you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Other contenders to be down in the rankings. Wake Forest. Come on, guys. I mean, dude,
2: what without, without What's, the, what's know,
3: their man. five-star recruit's name? They got a five-star for uh 2017. Huh? Uh, Midigluu's Sean gone. D. Brown. Midigluu left yeah, for right? Europe. Is that mm-hmm. I think that
1: so. was a development that went under the radar. You're not going to see that on the ESPN front page. Right, right. Yeah, it would be on our front page
2: glue, What a stud. He's going to make a fortune overseas. They, they, still <laughs> they
1: still have Brian Crawford.
0: They still have Bryant Crawford.
3: Brian Crawford's still there.
0: And they have like yeah, Shawnee Brown, Brown. As Guthrie was saying, who's a very highly rated recruit. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be like middle of the pack. I think Clemson's going to be bad although I've heard some buzz saying they have some talent.
1: Um, I think we all agree Clemson's going to be bad. Yeah.
2: I don't even know. I don't even know yet. You know, yeah. like these guys probably just started just started playing together. You know, they just got back into school. I mean whoever whoever can actually uh you know kind of coalesce I mean this is this is too soon for power rankings I'm not ready yeah. Fine
1: oh, not we're ready. not going to go top to bottom We'll up. have an our official preseason But there show. have been way too early preseason power rankings from like SI I looked at the SI rankings and I just started laughing They had Syracuse at 13 right No No they had him at 10 I'm sorry They had Syracuse at 10 Jeez. That's ludicrous can not gonna be that fair. bad. I mean, they had it, Florida State at eleven, which I, th- I kind of think that's right. But here's the laughable one: Virginia Tech at number six.
2: Uh, and I love the story. I love the story of Buzz. I love the regeneration of Virginia Tech basketball. But
1: they lost their two best players. A.
2: Mhm.
1: Chris Clark. I love him to death, but he is not a high volume guy. Right. He's gonna be an efficient guy, but he's not high volume. Yeah, he's gonna it's gonna a great sixth man. I was gonna great say he's six, awesome man. off the ball. Exactly, awesome awesome but he's not going mean. to have the ball.
2: Yeah. A no Seth Allen up there. No Seth
1: Allen who got oh. to the line. That's how they get all their I, points. I think it's you guys are striven. a little. I and, think they're going to be better than well, you. Here's, seem to think. here's what you have not calculated. Okay. You have not looked at their schedule. See, I'm yeah, the only one not. who's looked it's at their schedule. It's a brutal schedule. one. And I told Mike this before mm-hmm. we started taping. Do you want to hear their schedule? Preach. Hit me. Virginia, Hit me. Virginia, Virginia twice, which is every year. Okay. Duke twice. Miami twice. Louisville twice. Carolina away. That's like is that nine losses already yeah, that's pretty what tough is that what are we at? What are we yeah at? what are we up to
2: yeah not good not good for them i i yeah i tough. agree i i it just think rough. that a lot of people are pretty high virginia tech i think yeah. buzz has done a great job i i cannot imagine them finishing in the top 10 in the acc oh i don't see it
0: top they'll definitely finish in the top 10 okay yeah
2: would you like to place a wager on that The bank is
0: open! (laughs) You can give me another banquet. You can throw another banquet for me. A lavish. Luke, I've just been waiting to hear your thoughts on Marvin Bagley all this time. Because I feel like every year there's a new number one Duke recruit, and you... Uh, Do you want
1: to talk about how he got eligible in a week, and he had one of the most sketchy transcripts I think we've ever seen? They
0: were working for months and months to... Make sure he was eligible.
1: Oh, when did Danny Ferry offer up his retired number? That's what I want to know. I time But
0: I just I hear all these. Re- I heard somebody say uh, that he is the best prospect since Anthony Davis in college
1: basketball. Well, I'm glad. Wow. I'm glad and that I they just, didn't track back further than Anthony. No, Davis and I just
0: thought to myself, I was like, I need to hear what Luke thinks because I every year I hear you like tell me these Duke players are terrible and it's never going to turn out. And I, I, I think my I, words I on think I was Giles. right last
1: year. Yeah, they got bounced in the round of 32. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm saying I ate my words last year. And they and didn't I just, get a double by in the I'm ACC just tournament. To hear what they you did win say. the
1: tournament, which is good.
0: You're more plugged into this
1: world, so tell me. Here's what I'm going to say about this Duke team. I think they, I think they're going to be better if you're judging a team as far as how far they go in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, they're going to get to the 16. I would bet on that, or or beyond. Ceiling, which we'd love to talk about with that last year's Duke team. I mean, you don't have Kennard anymore, and I thought he was pretty spectacular player. Oh, he was best player. player last year, for sure. I don't know if Grayson Allen can get any better at this point. Can we agree on that? Sure, yeah. So you're going to have Grayson Allen practically from last year. Right. And
0: He was kind of like a head case last year, so you just hope that he gets it together.
1: So basically, the young guys have to replicate what Tatum did, which is a pretty good output. Yeah,
2: in those big games, he really he he took over. I mean, for
1: he came on really Duke. strong. Is yeah. Bolden going to get yeah. lots of minutes? 90. Chase Jeter is no longer him. involved. I, I hate to break that to you. What? Chase Jeter, your boy, is no I longer know, involved. I know, man. You I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm this a huge UNLV
0: fan now, officially. Chase Jeter. Yeah,
2: we can finally go visit him running, while we're in running Vegas. Revs. We're, going to a, <laughs>
0: we're going to a game out in Vegas. I'm going to make a sign.
1: Well, I think Duke gets a double buy this year, so I think they'll be better. I, was gonna say, I yeah, think geez. they get a double buy, so the better regular season performance and the further trek in the turning. Is that fair? Okay, that's fair. I don't think they should be preseason number one, though.
3: Mm. I still don't think Which that. Which they
1: will be for sure, right? I
0: think
3: uh yeah. it's it's between them and Arizona. I think most people are probably leaning towards Duke now because of Bagley. Yeah. Which and they I, already mean, had I think is fair.
0: Duval, who's another five-star guy. Yeah. We've got plenty of time to dive into that later. We do. Yeah.
2: You want to you want to know something pretty interesting? I'm I'm pretty obsessed with like the overall transfer game in college basketball. I just want to point this one thing out. You know, we kind of talk about recruits and head coaches ability to recruit and build a solid program, and bring people in. You know, there's only one team in Division I college basketball that has not had anyone transfer away from their program in the past six years, and that is UNC, Roy Williams. Nobody leaves Roy. I think, I just hmm. thought that was very that interesting. Is
0: super impressive. I, yeah, I, I, I think that's well, very. Well, when you don't have to go unique. to class,
2: it's nice. No, <laughs> so,
1: you're just going to ruin <laughs> well, it. With I just some had to throw it in there. I, you said you threw that one. I don't the know. Platter. I saw I saw
2: the numbers today. There's a study done at 33 percent. One third of all college basketball players transfer while in school. One third in the past six years. Wow. And UNC is the only team that has not
0: yeah, had every anyone year. Transfer. That list gets longer.
1: It's harder to keep up with. I will yeah. give this to UNC. The last. Two years they have overachieved, and I think they overachieve again this year. So the trajectory of North Carolina basketball is changing from the pattern that we saw starting when Williams took the job, which was we're going to groom a highly recruited class of players who are not ready to make the jump. But they're going to be ready to leave after their third season in Chapel Hill. The Marvin Williams model. Marvin. Well, Marvin <laughs> Williams left after his first year. Yeah. But I'm saying the Jawad Williams, Sean May teams, and mm-hmm. then you had the Hansborough who went four years. You could have come out earlier, and then finally you had Zeller and Henson, who were three year players, mm-hmm. and then you got you know, I mean this Jackson past year, Justin Jackson, Meeks, yeah, Meeks, Meeks went off. My years. favorite
0: player. After Chase Jeter in the ACC? <laughs> he, he might have been, the one, might have been the
1: one person to make a Kennedy bad Meeks? decision as far as when I'm leaving. Because people are like, oh, after this first year, is he going to come out? And then he just slimmed out in the second year. He's definitely coming out. Oh, wait, he's back for his third year. He's fourth year. He's not drafted. Yeah. If I'm an NBA GM,
0: Kennedy Meeks is getting signed yesterday.
1: That's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> but maybe that's why I'm not.
1: Okay. okay. <laughs> maybe it is why you're not. What else well, do we have to go over? I
2: can't even imagine. Where well, this Kennedy is a good. This is a question floor.
1: I want to. No, UNC. I, to... I think they overachieve again. I think they're in the mix for the title race.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to do it again. I well, think. Okay, he's so one of the nice things
0: job. here's an, here's this UNC thing makes me wonder about this transfer, and I want you guys to tell me seriously, like how much everyone talks about Cam Johnson.
1: We don't want to and talk it's gonna about be him huge, anymore.
0: But how much is that really going to? Ha- are people overplaying the impact that that's going to have? They still have
1: Henson. They still have JB three. Or two. I don't know which one it is. Right? The third. Yeah. JB3. JB3. They still have Seventh Woods, right? Yeah. They have a great big man coming in. They're going to be fine. I'm just asking more. I mean, generally I think Cameron Johnson's
2: going to be the, that number two guard. I think he's going to be right behind he's Joel Bailey. Uh, he's he's going
1: to start, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. presumably yeah. He's, he should. He's well, like, like, safely. He should start over Theo People Pinson. make such a big deal about that. And like another example, think about um, Nigel Johnson from Rutgers coming to UVA. Is he going to start and immediately have an impact there? Is he's that,
1: not going to turn the needle.
0: Is that a okay? So that's what I'm asking.
1: Is Cameron Johnson going to turn the needle for North Carolina? I say no. I okay. think he will.
2: I think he I think he I, I has think the he potential will. too. Yeah, I think he's second team all ACC. I think he's that good. Wow. I, I really liked him last year. What? He shot, shot like well, 45% these guys are shooters, from 30. right?
1: It's yeah. kind of like the NBA. like yeah, the D, you plug it in. He,
2: he can actually, and he can move off the bounce. So I really like yeah, Cameron
1: Johnson. I, 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 Cameron Johnson, I don't think he has the ball enough to be second team all ACC. Huh.
2: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, baby. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's happening. Here's a topic (laughs) I want to throw out
1: to you all. I think Guthrie can start. And, Mike, you can chime in. And, Taylor, you can finish. I don't have much to say about it, but I want to hear your thoughts on the Miami hype. Do you buy it? Are you in on this team? Should they be favorites to win, given their schedule? They do have a nice schedule. Should they be favored to be double buy? What are we thinking
3: about this Miami team? Top four in the ACC, I think, is definitely in play. Oh. Um, I, I I think, <laughs> whoa, whoa, what is that reaction? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like Jim Laronega a lot. I have a lot of faith. I have a lot of faith in uh, the track suit. Mm. I, I, I mean, it would be nice to see another team outside of Duke, North Carolina, do like consistently well in the ACC. I have no ill will towards Miami. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. I mean, know.
2: ten and eight in the ACC last year. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, what they finished seventh or eighth. Um, you know, a team that I think has historically been built around defense, but and have lost a lot of good players to the NBA in the past two years. I I see this as the year where I I don't see Larenega's being there next year. Um, you know, you talked about team uh, <gasps> coaches that you don't see there. I, I think he ends it up. I, embarrassed,
0: embarrassed.
2: I think the butterflies carry him into the rafters. I don't. I don't see him coming back uh, for next year. I, I. I'm totally not in on the hype on uh, oh, with really? Miami this year. I don't.
3: I don't see. You it. don't like. You don't like Jaquan Newton and Bruce Brown. Yeah, this no. is a good. Back?
2: Bruce Brown, I really like. This is a good contrast um, to
0: me.
3: I do
2: not like Jaquan Newton at I all. all. I don't man. know what what happened to him last year. Mm. What happened to Jaquan last
3: year? That's a good question. I let's, don't know.
0: Let's go track suit. Miami, top three finish, ACC. Write it down, guaranteed. Bruce Brown, I mean, player of the year possibilities? I don't know. He's amazing. Stop it. Uh, (laughs) That all-white tracksuit? Uh, Let's let's also pause for a moment to think about our friends in Miami and the hurricane Irma. But I did hit the West Coast. Miami was fine. Miami
2: Miami was
1: fine in the hurricane. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. You're you're such a dad right now. You're going to bed at nine. Uh, (laughs) Good gracious.
2: Last time I checked, the The whole city
0: is like under nine feet of water. Uh, They. But I did see on Twitter that the butterfly conservancy. This is true. Was catching the butterflies to keep them safe. So I know that. Coach Larry probably made a call. He was like, I'm gonna need these guys.
2: I'm gonna need those beautiful flyers <laughs> stupid later on. Butter. The They're stupid do butterflies release. in my Miami. everyday. Somebody Miami's has to link. take them
0: straight to the top.
2: Send the link to the story about butterflies and Larry Negan post it on our Twitter feed. I will. Gonna, You've been making that it. same joke for three and a half years. <laughs> I'm just telling
0: you, I am I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh Lonnie Walker, Bruce Brown, the the backcourt is gonna be stacked. So much speed, so much athleticism. I love it. Jim Larinaga, he stays in Miami. This is what legacies are built
1: on. Okay. Okay, let's, let's talk about the one year that Miami actually did something in the ACC. hmm was the Larkin year. hmm Right? Right. Should we really call this an ultra-consistent program if they've only no. won one title and they really haven't had, I don't know how many double-eyes they've had since Larinaga showed up, but that's You're- a great question for some of the research right now.
2: I, I would They're say pre- it's got to be only two.
1: Yeah, th- th- thank you, Michael. Thank you, yeah. Michael. I, and how I, many years is this? I don't, would I don't buy just this. just be that,
3: that one year. Yeah, maybe
2: like just that one. You know what?
1: This is the exact same thing when everyone picked, including the media, picked NC State to win the ACC yes. when they had. Uh, How Richard Howe, and they also had C.J. Leslie, and they're like, oh, the NC State team, so good on paper. And they fell flat on their face. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. They were like a fringe tournament team. Yep. I don't know if it's exactly like that. I think I, it's similar. He's been consistent
0: in that he has good years interspersed with, alternating with really bad years. Or not really, but bad years, down years.
1: So yeah. it's a down year. They, they don't, well they don't year. have anyone
2: inside at Miami either. You know, the key to those some of those – Miami teams that have been good recently. Was like the Tonya jakiri the, the one guy Kamari yeah. Kamari Murphy. You know the transfer from Oklahoma State. I mean, they don't have any of that speed and length on the inside. And Duke and North Carolina, the big squads in the ACC, are big teams. And you know it's why you saw UVA struggle so much last year. I think you're going to see the same thing with Miami.
1: Virginia is also a very big team this year.
2: Yeah, they've gotten big.
1: Yeah, I'm They're sure Jack big. Salt will be utilizing all his post
0: moves down low. <laughs> What
1: else, boys?
2: I'm and very I proud. Of- Jack Salt, and that hurts. But I'm I very proud of you guys for not bringing up UVA at all in this podcast either. I just want you to know. Yeah, okay.
0: we could
3: talk UVA if, if we really want to. On <laughs> Let's you, talk baby. Louisville, who I think is going to be very good. Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: I think they're going to be good, Mike. Mark my words, I mean it this year. <laughs> I've always shorted Louisville in the past, but. Mm-hmm. So I was talking. Great story. I was talking to my main man Jeff Greer, who's been on this podcast before in the summer, and this shows you how out to lunch out in space I am in the summer. I said, "So how how are they going to deal? You know, without uh, Donovan Mitchell, Quentin Snyder?" And he's like, "Oh, Quentin Snyder's back." And I'm like, "What? (laughs) (laughs) This is seventh year." Does anybody else feel that same way? Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I know. feel like they're returning a lot more he's guys.
2: Timeless. He's timeless. He's yeah. <laughs> timeless. He's
1: back. <laughs> he's always going to shoot I 40%, said, 40% he's from he's back, yeah. and all these other guys are back, except Adele. for Mango Mathiang, right? Yeah, yeah Mathiang's gone. It's yeah. so, like they he's he's spalding, finally gone. Gone. VJ King, Mahmood. Mahmood is, ba- is back. I, I'm in on this team. I'm in.
2: Yeah, I VJ King is the most interesting player in the ACC for me. I mean, obviously <laughs> a guy that has a huge amount of talent. He was sixth or seventh man on Louisville last year. Uh, you know, can't what can he do? And Donovan Mitchell did play role? like
3: a freshman last year. Yeah, he
2: didn't. He, I thought he played well at times. He couldn't defend. You know, worth a lick, and you'd always see like mm. Patino laying into him. Teach defense, <laughs> but you know he's he's well. he's physical like Donovan Mitchell was. You know, obviously Mitchell himself is a specimen, but. Um, I don't know. I'm interested. VJ King is the key for me. Can he defend? Can he Can he score consistently? Can he shoot the ball? I don't know. Uh, that'll be very, uh, very fun to watch.
0: They launch. just have so many guys to throw at you, like so many long athletic
1: guys to yeah. Just yeah. fill it up. I Their mean, defense is going to be great again. Yeah. Next team, next topic, on the fly question just came to me out of nowhere, but it's a great one. And you guys are going to have to do the pause and, hmm, mm. yeah. Notre Dame, better or worse than last year? Gosh,
2: Thanks. In the rankings, they exceeded so, expectation. They were 12 and four last year in the ACC,
3: if I recall. The the worse 16, for sure, right? Worse. 16 games good. I don't. I don't remember. I don't I, remember. I'm sure about that. I, I think mean, if feels, they, were they were 12 and four. It feels, they were 12 and six. Immediately, my snap response six. is to say Sorry. worse, right? You sure?
0: Convince me. Tell me why I'm wrong.
1: You have a more uh, Matt Farrell back for another year. I I don't oh. think he's going to get any worse. I think he's probably going to get early. better. Yeah, his IQ. Bonzi's back. Bonzi. Is oh,
0: I back. I do love Bonzi Colson.
2: Yeah. Bonzi yeah. Colson was your ACC Player of the Year last year. He was a Manny. He was a revelation last year. Yeah. He, there were there were games that he absolutely took over, he was scoring 30-35 a game against North Carolina and Duke. I mean, what a stud. D J Harvey's going to play point too.
1: Forward. I don't know. Plays every position. Harvey's gonna play. He's gonna be perfect for Bray's system. Okay. Okay. And if the ACC is down from where it was last year, which can we agree on that? Like the competition is not gonna be as fierce as last year.
2: I don't know. I don't know if I'll
0: I, I think, think, it it is. I think that, it's gonna be pretty
1: that. tough. Okay. Well, then there goes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, don't think it's. I'm I don't think sure. it's gonna be as good. I think a lot okay. of teams are gonna be down. I think Virginia Tech's going to be a little bit down despite popular opinion. I think Clemson's going to be bad. I think Pitt's going to be a train wreck. I think Florida State's going to be way down.
2: I see. I see. Yeah. yeah. There's not as much parity. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. That mid
1: level is really dropping. Wake Forest down, right? Can we yeah. do doing that?
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, so what? Notre Dame finished third in the league last year? Fourth in the fourth. league? Fourth in the league. Right. Man, I can't see them yeah, finishing finish top four again.
1: Okay, you think they're five, six yeah, range? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, That's I can fair. see
2: five or six. I mean, I think they'll still be up there. I've learned, I now cannot doubt, I can't doubt no, Mike
1: Bray. I was just throwing out a question. You guys are welcome yeah, to bring no, it I can't of your doubt own, him anymore. You
2: know? Sad. I used to love doubting Mike Bray. Like, oh, you know, he's kind of whatever, you know, Notre Dame, ah, whatever. No, I can't do it anymore. Too many, too many runs, you know, too many championships, too many Elite Eight runs. I feel
0: like moving to the ACC has really helped his brand. Mm. like
1: the Mike Bray brand has really gone up
2: Yeah, I could, I could see it being very similar to the guy in NC State you know what he's going to try to put together over there So,
1: okay gentlemen we're going to finish with these last two topics overrated this week on overrated you can pick anything in the summer or early fall anything you please you've had 45 minutes to, to think <sighs> about it mm. and then we're going to finish with our gambling strategy for 2017-18 we got to have a story and we're going to talk it out okay. right now we're going to be prepared for November. But this week on Overrated, Mike, would you like to begin? Or should I start us off?
2: Um, Go ahead. You, I think you have a good idea, and I'm excited to hear it. And then I actually have a, probably a better idea. But you start. So, I, I, mean,
1: I, I always have plenty of ammo. And <laughs> what, so like, what, what was overrated this summer? Of
0: yeah, what's
1: what's overrated in the fall besides from the NFL and, duh, fantasy football? Like, those uh, are NFL easy ones, so right? Yeah. Fantasy football we were is We just talking about this. And, like, this is us. We know that's overrated. We we've covered that last year. I'm a hoops junkie, but I covered the summer circuit a little bit this year. Like, the NBPA camp when it came to town. Did not have a good time. Did not enjoy watching high school AAU super studs. Mm. And every question they got asked afterwards, nobody was paying attention to the games. Nobody was attention, paying attention to how, like, Jason Terry was coaching or how John Rondo was coaching. They just asked... What school are you going to go to? What's your list? Have you updated your list? Didn't have a good time. Hmm.
0: Just really? didn't like so well, did like just, really.
1: just the recruiting trail in general, I think it's overrated. Hmm. Now, is that fair. just from
0: your like specific perspective yeah, is just a media my taste. Member, some people
3: love it. Yeah. They eat it up.
0: Cuz some people love the fact that it's like all scoops and trying to dig that up and stuff. You it's just... not really
3: a place to enjoy pure basketball. Yeah. It's a place to get like firsthand exposure to future college and NBA stars. They make some what it's pretty about. sick
2: YouTube videos. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all about your music selection. Yeah. YouTube money is legit. Sometimes. Yeah.
2: It's legit.
3: What else has been on? Under- that's overrated. a good one. I like that. That is, that is good.
2: Yeah. I'll go with um, something I think is overrated that everybody loves. You know, there's like the always this show of the summer. The people come up to you and they're like, oh, hey, hey, dude, you got to check this out. You got that Netflix? You popping off on that Netflix? Don't say it. I check this out. It. <laughs> it. Man, I'm not even going to say 13 Reasons Why because that's what a lot of people are. I'm going to go uh, with- that's, That the, the actually sh- would be pretty good. That show's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> That is garbage. But I'm going to go with one that a lot of people it. really like, which is Ozark. <laughs> This I just stupid show. I just started, show, it. Man. I just started it This last stupid show. So, what they did was they took a very minute part of Breaking Bad, which is money laundering, and they decided <laughs> to make a whole show about it, but in a much Spoilers. worse way. It's just garbage. Don't watch it. Anybody that tells you garbage? to watch it, don't watch it. It's just not very okay. good. All right. All right. I just don't Answer enjoy me this.
3: it. Have you seen the entire series, the entire season?
2: Oh, absolutely not.
3: Well, Guthrie's an Ozark defender. <laughs> well, I literally <laughs> the watched the first episode last night and I was super intrigued. Really? Yeah. yeah that no, was great like i i liked everything about it actually I, it's garbage this is why it's, i'm so surprised turn it off i don't think i've heard anyone say a negative word no nobody's no
2: i can't find anyone that says anything negative about it
3: uh, uh so why? you're filling that void
1: yeah it's uh, not a good show i i like this angle speaking of shows i need to mute taylor's mic just momentarily it'll come back in a second michael do you watch game of thrones
2: Yes, I, I I watched some Game of Thrones, yes.
1: Are you completely caught up?
2: I am completely well, caught up. Well, that's a
1: miracle, because I wanted to do this year sort of what we did with making you watch Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> and I wanted I assumed that like if you haven't seen Star Wars, you probably weren't caught up. But oh, caught no, up. no, I've read, now, all,
2: I've read all the Game of Thrones books, I've seen all the shows. With that so, oh, to be said, I think nice. this
1: year we need to make Taylor force him to watch the TV show. You were a purist of the books. I think we need to make you watch the TV show and rank it. Break
0: it like episode to episode, or
1: just give us a running analysis. It seems like a lot
3: of work, yeah. Give us all, a running analysis. Oh, uh, god, how many are there? 68. So much. 68, is that right? I think you, should, 68 I think you need to start watching. Okay, I don't want to make a any commitments TV. right now. Okay, this it's is just me an idea. Out of it and saying, I think
2: well, the most recent season of that show was overrated. I don't think it was very good.
1: I think that the I, most recent season got more shade thrown at it
3: than any other season,
2: yeah.
0: it went way off the rails, mm-hmm. right.
3: It uh yes well, it, they're has, out of, it has they're some out of issues material. yeah they, yeah they're out of material they're out of time mm-hmm. the pacing is insane I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it still yeah it's it's an inner turmoil <laughs> for me I I can't express my
1: true feelings but just to let you know about the personalities on this podcast Guthrie and I are now rooting for the Night King. Mm-hmm. in the storyline mm-hmm. that's that's where
3: were Taylor, going Taylor's just like it's oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just waiting for George to have some more pages you know <laughs> have <laughs> you He's, now are literature you
3: nerd. are you the kind of fan that has read the released chapters
0: I've read about half of them.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. How about How about you? He's
2: released chapters? I didn't yeah. see that.
3: Oh, he's there, he's, so I'm not he's released in the like game. seven chapters yeah, already. They, like, let lot me lot tell you, released. this is how
2: I knew that the... go
3: uh,
0: back and You can go back and read his Dunkin' uh, Egg series I, 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 of novellas. Dunkin' Egg is yeah, terrific. I'm just going to say one more. I'm going to say one more thing before
2: we la- lose our last four viewers. A dragon can only have three heads. For dear life. Um... All right, Jay, Jay, is this a Game of private. Thrones podcast
0: now? Yeah,
3: is that, is that what it's about? Dude, let's have a Game of Thrones segment every. I was every so podcast. overrated. in so of of
0: every other podcast on Game of Thrones
3: overrated. Segment.
0: Game of Thrones, a television show, overrated.
1: There overrated in the Game of Thrones. Hey, you ready for I, this, Danny?
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I've been,
1: I've been out on her for about two and a half seasons. Yeah. Dude, and I and I see all these people like sheep rooting for her, and I just. I was scratching well, it's, my head. Well, it's been built why up. do people like Game of Thrones? Because there's these interesting characters who are realistic, they have mm-hmm. motives that change. Mm-hmm. And she's she's a static character. Can we right. agree on that? Right. She's and everybody loves her. So you love, you love the show because it's unpredictable, but you love the static character. That's your favorite. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I just I'm Everybody
2: I'm everybody needs a moral compass, Luke. Everybody needs a moral compass.
1: Yeah. This week on Overrated, continue, guys. Taylor, it's your turn.
0: Yeah, you kind of stepped on my uh, thunder here a little bit, but I'm definitely going to go with uh, fantasy football. But I will go even more, I say, like daily Fan fantasy football stuff. I know a lot of people who are real into that. Oh, yeah. And I just cannot. not a Yeah, those
1: are gambler wannabes. Yeah.
0: I can't get myself excited. If I want to do gambling, I'll just do real sports gambling, you know?
2: I just don't know what happened to fantasy football. I don't know what happened to real football. What happened
0: to
1: us? Why
2: don't I care anymore? Yeah. Why is it dead to me? I mean, do you know another
1: real reason I don't know. fantasy you can't football enjoy things in life? No anymore. longer became <laughs> fun because everybody started playing. People who knew nothing about it, and they would just look at a ranking system that some big publication put out. They would draft their players or whatever the computer told them to, and then they'd make fun of the sports nerds, saying, hey, hey, "I know as much as you did when it's a complete random fest anyway. Who gets injured? Blah blah blah." That's why sports savants like ourselves.
0: I was gonna say don't we're on like different it. ends because I'm usually the <sighs> Man, guy who knows nothing. Know.
2: And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like my message. I'm talking board, about people who couldn't even pick out. My message boards are dead. I don't, you know
1: like Derek Carr from a lineup. Yeah. I mean, you could pick out Derek Carr from a lineup, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Kind of doughy looking white dude? I think
1: that's the <laughs> threshold right here.
0: I think that it's more that we maybe we're just changing. You know. Hmm. Mm. this week on well, Overrated, overrated. That's getting super older. Super
3: deep. <laughs> Damn. I actually uh after 45 minutes I have not come up with something. Mm. Uh You could pick you could pick a an ACC team or a player? Yeah, I was I coach. was going to I was going to say an NFL. Announcer. Um, ooh, an announcer. I'm, I'm excited say... for the underrated segment. Anyways, all right, for I'm the
2: sorry.
3: underrated segment, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you gonna go with, Guthrie? I'm gonna
1: say he's gonna need more time. I I can already yeah, tell.
3: Yeah. I, so I, I, when we were talking about it earlier, I wanted to bring up. <laughs>
1: So gonna, hell, is hey, this a Jeopardy? Is this you're like gonna
3: a Jeopardy? We're going to fade him into
2: the next episode. Please? It's
3: better than dead air. So. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. The opening so when,
2: line of the next podcast. So, so get when please. we were talking about <laughs>
3: coaching changes, I'm going to loop this back in uh, to an earlier discussion. When we brought up Ohio State and Chris Holtman's move to Ohio State, there was a lot of talk about just how good of a job the Ohio State basketball head coach was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people saying it was, like, a top 10, top 15 job in college basketball, which I think is totally bogus, personally. Now, I can understand the argument, but I don't buy it. Because so, there are
2: no banners, really. I mean, well,
3: I think there it's a combination of things. But when your team is, like, mediocre to, you know, not good – <laughs> and your arena is like at quarter capacity,
0: mm-hmm.
3: like consistently. That is to me, that's not indicative of a top 15 job in college basketball. If you, know? you didn't,
0: basically, if you didn't have the resources of Ohio State athletic department behind it and you didn't have the attention all focused on football yeah. to make it kind of less of a hot seat, it's, it would like be like the University of South Florida or something.
3: It's a football school. I think it's fair to say, like, football is the priority, but. If they didn't have the resources, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. It would not even be in the discussion. So, like, saying that it's a top 15, top 10 I, job, with I think is kind of We're going to get a lot so of angry mail from Ohio Sure, people. that's fine. Not to make that, too many NFL to comparisons, but I feel
1: like Ohio State basketball is like the New England Patriots football, except less successful. You know what I mean? Like, mm. the, if you Are there really New England Patriots fans out there? Like They go down by one touchdown to the Chiefs, and then half the stadium's gone like the first game of the year. Like, oh, when, the, when are the Red Sox playing? what are the Sox back <laughs> out Now Boston's driven I by the Celtics and the Sox. Of fans out there. Yeah, but they're bandwagon jumpers. I mean, they're not like the Boston faithful who love their Red Sox and love their Celtics to death.
0: Well, I don't know. That's the way
1: I see Ohio I State. Know. When they're good, I mean, mm. wait till the Patriots, if they ever go downhill, everyone's going to jump ship. What's trust any
0: me. any NFL team?
1: Not
3: the Browns. I think, so I think your analysis of the Ohio State Yeah, when they're good, they'll come to the table. Exactly, But they're not going to suffer like
1: NC State's fans will show up no matter. Even if Gottfried's a lame duck, they're still going to show up to PNC.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's the way I look at it. Yeah.
3: That kind of reminds me of
2: UVA fans.
3: (laughs) Really? (laughs) That is so not true. That is so not true. Damn. (laughs) All right. Also
1: an overrated. I'm just going to – one more round. Uh, Can I finish and then you can go
3: underrated.
2: Oh no no. I don't, yeah, no! I'll save it for the next pod. The underrated. I don't. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Overrated. is a great segment. Underrated
3: want, Ozark. <laughs> yeah. I hear it's
1: <laughs> it's not getting the recognition yeah. it deserves. Every everybody's <laughs> thinking this except Taylor, of course, because he thinks he's a savant. But Ozone. Kendrick Lamar and his record. Did oh. we listen to that? Damn. I couldn't even get through two songs. Oh. I thought it was so oh. bad. I
2: don't want to walk out of this studio, but I will. I. Are you talking about damn? Yeah. I enjoyed Damn quite a bit. I did not enjoy it as much as To Pimp a Butterfly, but um, well, then you're on
3: my side. Is that really the name of one of his albums? Yeah.
0: Where have you been? I enjoyed Good Kid, M.A.D. City. It resonates (laughs) with me. It's like his young
3: stuff coming up. That's talking about.
2: All right, all right. I'll take that. We can do the
0: podcast
1: on
2: there. I'll take that. That's fine.
1: I just really. I (laughs) want to see people. I want to see people alone, by themselves, in their rooms, not trying to impress. Their friends by saying I'm super cultured and uh, I understand like the message of this record. There's so many deeper undertones. I wouldn't know if they're actually listening to this record by themselves. That's my question.
0: There are probably some people.
1: I'm sure there are.
0: I I think it's a good. It's not. I haven't listened to it in depth. I've listened to the songs that come on. It's okay. What would be more
1: enjoyable to hear that record or say a a, like a lights out Kanye record?
2: Oh. I probably go Kanye because there's, have, there's few of a
0: things more send.
2: enjoyable than like a fun like my you're talking to the fun college dropout. You're talking to the
0: biggest fan of 808s too. and Heartbreak.
2: Yeah,
0: I the, mean, o- the one fan of that album.
2: Kanye, great is album,
0: underrated. Sure,
3: go sure, back, okay. everyone, check it out. Actually, you know what? This reminds me. Hmm. I have an opinion about something. Okay, let's hear. <laughs> <it. laughs> In the overrated category, would definitely go Drake. I think Drake is super overrated. <laughs> I like speaking of, you know, artists in a certain category of music. He's also a big basketball fan. He, yeah, he, let's he's a remind you of that. Huge basketball I mean, bandwagon. I wasn't he fan. offered
1: a scholarship he by jumps, Kentucky?
3: He jumps around depending on what team is doing well. <laughs> but and he, he shows, shows it, up in and the and locker and room. In, like his Luke's Kentucky garb and then like three weeks later he's in like a duke hat in jersey it's like smiling
2: his first just, two or three songs that came out i actually thought he was little wayne like he had ripped off little oh, wayne style from the carter three so hard
0: you know he's credited with like revolutionizing how we the streaming industry and how we he created the whole streaming business model now
3: really just oh, wow. like
0: what is known as a streaming song was is like a drake song you know his albums his last album that came out had 20 some songs you might not know them all but they all immediately went to the top of the streaming you know charts that's and that business model has become like the business model because for of certain drake artists. so yeah, out of the four like, names like, kind of the mentioned the here guy.
1: we're gonna close it here four mm. names mentioned where are we power ranking them the Remind top four, the four names is kevin stalling's on no drake <laughs> drake kedrick labar Lil little wade and kanye
0: oh like all time
1: God. yeah oh. All time. Time. It's, at this point, it's fair enough. You have enough of a repertoire um, for each of the three. Quickly. Drake,
2: get off the list. I'll kick I, Drake off like he's like Leo DiCaprio on that door uh, in the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> Kanye,
0: <laughs> Kanye, number one. Number two. Agreed. Wayne. Agreed. Got some personal memories. Taylor and I agree. That Carter three yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Also That Carter two. All That Carters. Um, then Kendrick
1: then Drake I agree that's see, That's all I was saying with the overrated stuff about the latest it's record. only
0: the first podcast of the fall and we're already
1: agreeing this is way too early we're finally closing with our do we have we need to have a story this year as far as our wagers go we need to have a story
2: what do you mean a story like we are going we to craft a story we were
1: way over the map last year I think everybody went rogue mm-hmm. I think we were making heart bets right in March, that's not the way we want to go. That's not who we are. We need to get back to our identity. Guthrie's going to lead us there because he's oh, going to yeah, have man. time on his hands. So we're going to
2: we're going to have What's a formula and a real argument about why we're picking teams. Or
0: are, the story you're saying is like we're going to go like up tempo teams are t- are undervalued this year or something like that. We need those something things. Like and that. We need right.
1: to figure them out. Yeah, early. let's let's
2: find that value. We can collectively do that. I really believe that we can all do that together. I think that we can really win this year. This is the year. We're going to do it.
0: Miami with the points. That's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> That's my only we're system. Gonna,
2: we're going to go 70% plus this year. I can feel it.
1: We need to track back and re-listen to this podcast and think about the few things we agreed on. Mike and I agreed we're not high on Miami. You guys agreed on something. I can't remember what it was. No. I don't know. Was it Syracuse is undervalued? I think Syracuse is undervalued by the stupid yet. power rankings we're seeing showing up on the screen. Over-valued? So we just need to keep a list of these things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then we'll they'll, we'll tie Ken into it. We'll reel Ken in for yeah. the annual November December December pod. We'll get mm. some of his insights, and hopefully we can all come out on top of it after this is all This up. is going
2: to be a great year for college basketball. I think this is the year that college basketball really comes into its own and really takes <laughs> over the collective <laughs> consciousness. This is it. This is it. We're going to dominate is the this sports is us, landscape baby. this year. It's going to be a fantastic year. Thank you.